0: Because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing.
1: Another Justin Form Talk radio show with your hosts, Craig James and Nick Doe. Today is another big day. Lots of news we're going to be covering here. And I can tell you that some of the stories we're going to be getting into fall into the category of bombshell, and others are just plain old uh, examples of hypocrisy, lies, waste, fraud, and abuse. We're just exposing the things here, Nick, that the fake news will never talk about in any way, shape, or form. It's, it's always amazing to me how. The information that we share is is not that hard to find, but it is almost impossible to find when you watch any, you know, big corporate media source because they just, it, in ev- every way, they lie. Right, Nick? Isn't that amazing how that all works?
2: Yes, it's, it's just a network of these criminal people that lie, and that is their modus operandi. That is what they do and um they only invite people in who are good at lying just like them most of the time and if they're not then they try and stop them from ever being elected
1: yeah i think we were just we were just talking about this in the pre-meeting how you know there's this club and there, and there's people who want to be in it desperately and there are people who stand on the outside and look at it with complete disdain and i nick As we talked about, and one of those who look at it with complete disdain, I cannot stand these liars, whether it's lying directly to your face or a lie by omission. One way or the other, I despise and loathe it because it is antithetical to what my life, I I believe, is is pointing me to, which is uh, getting the information and the truth to the people who need it to make an informed decision, which is why I am so thankful we have certain people out there who are truth-tellers who you know let's be honest right there's it, it seems like the gatekeeping brigade just keeps taking a new iteration right so at first you know, when people trusted fox and cnn it was those people but now it seems to be shifting to a, a small group of quote-unquote influencers right who, who are going to tell us what to think and what to feel and what to believe and what not to believe And ultimately, I personally, you know, I take all information and I look at it objectively, clearly, logically, try to draw conclusions from what I can tell to be fact versus what is conjecture or fiction. And uh, I find it always fascinating how time and again uh, they just keep replacing one gatekeeper with another. And I'm not saying that people like Tucker Carlson are gatekeepers because I don't believe that. I think that they are genuine in their desire to tell the truth just like myself. But I will say that, you know, as the Overton window shifts, there are always those who are going to be culturally promoted and and they're going to become the new gatekeepers. I mean, Tucker Carlson in Russia is a great example. Of course, they didn't want him to go there. But I mean, if they really wanted to stop him, Nick, they could have so obviously they allowed it to happen they have to keep i guess the appearance of freedom of speech and journalistic integrity in this nation right so we're going to look today at what could be a possible transcript now i don't know if i want to read this nick because i have yet to be able to verify if this is an actual uh portion of the transcript from the putin and tucker interview so i hesitate but i did hear this being shared earlier on a different show here on khnc and i and i thought oh that's interesting went to try to find it and when i found it i you know was i found it but i didn't find any corroborating sources what do you think nick do do we go down this rabbit hole or do we uh leave this one
2: well we, you know if that's the case maybe we could take away the key points and and focus on those you know i i bet you when the when it does come out that uh what they're truly afraid of when i say they i mean the people trying to control every aspect of our society what they're going to be afraid of is putin just telling the truth about how things are as he always has and uh you know it's it makes sense how tucker uh, before you know he still hasn't released his videos or his his interview like officially but uh he said you know this is what we're supposed to be doing why have we never done this and then uh you know I, i think. The issue is that he is going to make so much more sense than any of our politicians do. And we're going to actually empathize and be like, wow, I, this guy's better than than our current representation. I mean, <laughs> oh, man,
1: know, we're, we're walking a fine line here, right? Because next thing you know, they're going to have hit pieces in Media Matters calling us Russian spies and Russian agents, right? Because that's how our, our media works yeah i think there's some interesting stuff here reading through the transcript actually as i was telling you in our pre-meeting before the show here today it's it, it all rings true that it sounds very much like what tucker would say and what putin would say but again if i can't corroborate whether or not this is in fact a transcript from the interview it's hard for me to want to get up here and share it uh but ultimately, I can tell you some of the simple takeaways from it were that, you know, everything it, it, that Putin was saying, like you said, makes him sound very reasonable and makes him sound very thoughtful and contemplated and, and very much like someone who uh, could be very persuasive to the American public if he were allowed to have a voice and a say. And, and do you th- And I guess that's what you're saying, Nick. That's why they fear him so much is because ultimately – even though we know Putin's done some atrocious things, historically speaking, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that is, is what it is. The, the direction he's trying to push his nation in a, in a very nationalistic, populist way... Is, a, is toward Christianity Toward the preservation of the family Toward the preservation of national sovereignty Toward, you know, uh, uh, you know, sovereign independence From a global banking cartel system That he doesn't want to seem to participate in uh, fully All of those things are ideas that are very detrimental To the, the very fragile Western, uh, uh, you know, system And psyche of the, the citizen in every Western country Right, Nick?
2: Yeah, because you got all these cultural Marxists pushing all kinds of things such as transgenderism and everything. You know, Craig, reasonable people leave the kids alone. It's a reasonable expectation. That's a reasonable thought. But in our country, no. It is completely insane. These people have infiltrated and psychologically abused us and, uh, you know, manipulated us into thinking that this little voice that they control, six boardrooms control basically all the media um, and their agenda are these things, the cultural Marxism. And, you know, they make it seem like they are the majority when in reality, they're in the minority and by a long shot, they're, they're less than 1%, I'm sure the uh, the radical marxists
1: i know i, I mean, listen here's the thing that's crazy about all of this too is exactly what you're saying is true and and the things that you you hear when you hear putin talk you know a lot of the talking points. now maybe he's crafting it to to be persuasive toward a western audience knowing that he's you know essentially trying to appeal to I I don't know, whatever, the the moderates who are left behind by these social Marxists and progressives, right? So that could be a part of the strategy, and maybe that's why the U.S. is terrified of it, because uh, there's just so much—there's so many levels to this information warfare that we're seeing take place right now. But I'll say this, that I will listen to—as an American citizen who believes in free speech, who wants to to be able to see clearly what's happening— I listen to what Putin says, and I take it very seriously, just like I would any other foreign leader. Because, especially since Putin happens so happens to be in charge of, uh, is it the the largest or second largest nuclear arsenal in the world? Right, Nick?
2: That's right. Yeah, and you know, um, they there was that uh, New Start treaty where they reduce some of their nuclear weapons, but it doesn't really matter because they end up making nukes that we're a hundred times more uh, energy is released so um, you know that's kind of a moot point but in there and you know to worry about that but uh, yeah they they are uh, also pretty technology uh, technologically advanced a lot more than people think they got that uh, that missile that goes faster than basically it can show up on radar all kinds of of, uh, technologies so they're a, a real adversary
1: Well, when we come back, I'm going to get into more of this. And you know what I want to do, Nick, when we get back? I'm going to play the audience some clips of uh, former President Bill Clinton describing Vladimir Putin. We'll be back. Stay tuned.
3: J.D. Plorable here, and I want to tell you about the upcoming Tactical Civics Seminar this Saturday, the 10th, at the Carbon Valley Library in Firestone. Don't miss this great opportunity to learn from the best about your constitutional rights and how to use those rights the way our founders intended. That's the Tactical Civics Seminar this Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Carbon Valley Library in Firestone.
1: back just form talk radio with your host craig james and nick no and of course you know nick we're talking about this putin interview i think because it's going to be huge right this is going to be earth shattering for some in the deep state and in the western political bureaucracies but ultimately nick i think the the truth is like we talked about before the break they're just afraid of putin being able to connect I- ideologically with individuals in the west who can understand their plight and perspective because i believe that the driving motivation behind uh most western strategies for global domination involve destroying russia and or making it subservient and that's what putin is trying to avoid which you can argue whatever you want as far as whether or not that's good for the american uh uh, you know hegemonic empire which is in decline unfortunately and whether or not that is good for the the you know the preservation of the dollar as the world reserve currency those are all arguments that can be made but i have a report here i want to play which is very good by greg reese it's a new one where he talks about Uh, the desperate failing plan for a new American century. And and it really gets into specific detail on what Western global domination has looked like up till now and where it's heading going into the future. I want to play it here, but before we do that, I want to say thank you. If you're out there watching, right. Or listening in in the front range here in Colorado, 1360 KHNC.com is where you can get all the, uh, you know, information on all the shows here on the network, including this one. But you can also uh, make sure that you can text, I should say. You can also text or call. That number's always open, eight seven seven five three six thirteen sixty. And thank you to everybody who texts in, calls, leaves messages. We really appreciate that. We love the feedback. Whether it's, it's you know, we can take criticism just as much as we can take a compliment. And we love questions and comments on uh, your thoughts. So however you want to contribute, please do. If you're watching on the live stream, please leave a comment in the live chat we're reading the live chat as the stream is going and we're reading the comments below the video so make sure you leave your thoughts there as well and also if you're on one of those platforms rumble youtube wherever Bitshoot, or or uh, foxhole all the places that this is being put out please do me a favor hit that like button right we need to smash the like button nick we need to to you know n- drop a nuclear bomb on that like button right brother
2: Yes, and share in all the platforms that you're on. That's
1: very important too. Uh, make sure you share it. And if you're, even if you're watching this over on uh, X, aka Twitter, you can uh, follow me over there at Just Informed the Number One. At Just Informed the Number One, we try to put all of the material we go through on the show. We post it over there on that uh, media, social media feed, so that you guys can have access to it. But Without further ado, Nick, let's listen to this uh, Greg Reese report because I think it's going to give us a good uh, context to move forward with discussing uh, why they're so afraid of the West being able to hear what a guy like Vladimir Putin has to say. Uh, Let's go ahead and play this.
4: On January 16th of 1991, as the Soviet Union was collapsing and the Cold War coming to an end, George H.W. Bush publicly announced a new campaign of American dominance, which he called the New World Order. This
5: is an historic moment. We have in this past year made great progress in ending the long era of conflict and Cold War of the UN's founders.
4: Vladimir Putin told Oliver Stone that in the year 2000, he asked President Clinton if Russia could join NATO, which he said made the American delegation very nervous. They were not interested in world peace, they had different plans. In 1997, the Project for the New American Century was founded by William Crystal and Victoria Newland's husband, Robert Kagan. In September of 2000, They published their agenda entitled Rebuilding America's Defenses, which outlined an ambitious and aggressive plan to achieve world dominance, starting in the Middle East and ending with Russia. The document acknowledged the fact that their world domination efforts would trouble American allies and could therefore be a long process absent some catastrophic and catalyzing event like a new Pearl Harbor. A year after publishing this, 2,000 people were murdered in the World Trade Center and blamed on a small terrorist group created by the CIA. And with this catastrophic and catalyzing event, the plan for a new American century went into action. About 10 days after
5: 9-11, I went through the Pentagon and one of the generals called me and he says, we've made the decision we're going to war with Iraq. This was on or about the 20th of September. I said we're going to war with Iraq why he said I don't know so I came back to see him a few weeks later and by that time we were bombing in Afghanistan I said are we still going to war with Iraq and he said oh it's worse than that he said I just got this down from upstairs meaning the secretary of defense office today and he said this is a memo that describes how we're gonna take out seven countries in five years, starting with Iraq and then Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finishing off Iran.
4: George H.W. Bush's son, George W., began a propaganda campaign to sell the American public on overthrowing Iraq. I take the threat very seriously.
5: I take the fact that he develops weapons of mass destruction very seriously. Either
4: you are with us, or you are with the terrorists. When the lies became obvious, George W. made jokes while reveling in the blood of the innocent.
5: Those weapons of mass destruction got to be somewhere. (laughs) Nope, no weapons over there.
4: Secretary of State Madeleine Albright said that murdering millions of Iraqi children was worth it.
6: We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died in in Hiroshima. And, And, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it.
4: The power-hungry cabal made up of close-knit families who practice multi-generational child abuse and mass mind control began overthrowing sovereign nations and murdering innocent civilians became the new norm for U.S. foreign policy. But their plan for global domination was failing, and starting in 2020, with the COVID scam, they began targeting U.S. citizens. They have become desperate, and they are going for broke slaughtering innocent Palestinians to spark a war with Iran and sacrificing the people of Ukraine to hopelessly take on Russia. These inbred families are getting old and they are fighting for their lives. There is too much at stake for them to ever give up, which makes them more dangerous than ever. But they are few and we are many and they must be stopped. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese.
1: Well, there you go nick uh that was greg reese's amazing report he just filed on the desperate failing plan for a new american century and you know it it is not a surprise that we are being in in the west we are being isolated to a point where they want us to to not have access to the outside world with regard to understanding the plight of other countries in the face of this tyrannical movement now Here's the thing, Nick. I have obviously a conflict of interest, and I am obviously biased. I am an American citizen. I love this country. I want to see it successful. I think America is an exceptional nation. But I think we can rule the world without this level of deception and infiltration. I think we can, and and not just rule the world. I don't want to be that. I want to be uh, uh, a prominent inspiration to other countries to aspire to, like we historically have been. Now we are a nation in decline. We're facing all kinds of problems across the board. And, you know, the level of deception, lies, propaganda, and complete and utter chaos that they're sowing in and amongst our our our, our base, our structural base, which is the foundational, uh, you know, basis for this country, which is the Constitution and, and the American people. What they're doing to us is nothing short of uh, – you know, a crime against humanity, right, Nick?
2: Absolutely. I think you summarized it correctly. And I want to bring up the new American century. So that was written before 9-11. There is a a document that they drafted and they wrote uh, basically saying that an event had happened. And then, of course, they already had the Patriot Act ready to go uh, as soon as that happened. I think it was only it was less than 10 days that they they had it signed already, um, if I remember right. So. So you're telling me that this happened. They don't even know who actually attacked us at that point, you know, uh, and although several countries were warning us of the attacks before they happened. Um, And then somehow they already knew that they were going to Iraq and these other places. And, And don't forget, I personally delivered the audio recordings of Joe Biden's attorney Brian Ettinger saying that they don't want to get bin Laden and they knew where he was the whole time. And then, of course, the Bush family uh, handled the bin Laden investments in the United States and the bin Ladens were the only people allowed to leave on 9-11 from the United States. Um, You know, It's it's so obvious at this point and and it shocks me that nothing's been done about it i mean uh, they've conditioned us to believe that their poison is medicine they've conditioned us to believe their indoctrination is education they've conditioned us to believe their propaganda is news and worst of all they've conditioned people who uh, are aware of what they're doing and who our enemy is uh, they've conditioned people to attack them you know and it's it's wild to see uh their their power and their their grip on the united states and it's through media and i think um you know something it's all coming to a head and they are very dangerous as uh reese said in that report
1: i agree i agree i mean uh specifically you know struck a chord with me when you said they've conditioned us and and not only that it's you know they talk about all these foreign elite capture op- operations and they just completely disregard and ignore what we're seeing domestically how the elite capture is already taken place in america i mean we're one of only what two countries in the world who allow pharmaceutical companies to advertise on television and of course if you think about it in those terms you have to ask well why are they advertising on cnn and fox news and And it's not because they're trying to sell their products. They they can make money without having to advertise on any of these networks. It's because it's essentially a pay-for-play bribe. It's a a hush money bribe. They're saying, we are the biggest, you know, we contribute hundreds of millions of dollars to your network in advertising revenue. Therefore, if a story comes up that's, you know, uh, that says something bad about our vaccine or our medicine – uh, or, or t- talks about natural health remedies and things you can do outside of the conventional Western, you know, uh, pharmaceutical industrial complex. That they have to shut it down. That's why they, you go on Fox News. That's why they fire Tug Carlson when he questions, you know, efficacy in vaccines. Or that's why they, you know, uh, accused Trump of wanting to put bleach in people's, you know, IVs to to wash their blood. And that's why they, they castigate and chastise and ridicule people like Joe Rogan and uh, Aaron Rodgers and others who, you know, present this alternative theory on, you know, how to maintain your health. And then they, te- they point us to people like Bill Gates and say, that's who you should be listening to for your health advice. The, you know, the frumpy billionaire who looks like he crawled out of a, a hobgoblin cave. You know what I mean? It's It's insane, right, Nick?
2: Yeah, the same guy that was friends with Jeffrey Epstein, the same guy that allegedly... Uh, wasn't involved with the arrest of someone um, at one of his estates if you look this up in Washington state someone was arrested there for you know child pornography and you know I guess um, he had no idea what was happening it was his story right and and you can look that up that's an older story this guy is insane his family's involved in eugenics that's a big red flag if i've ever seen one or heard of one um, and you know these pharmaceutical industries too They've had some of the biggest fines as companies in history. All right. So, 80, like, you know, Big Pharma has been, far, uh, you know, uh, has gotten over, gotten over $82 billion in violations in the last decade. And they kill people. See, that's the thing. They're corporations, quote unquote. So they have, you know, the same, uh, you know, things afforded to actual people. But then, you know, when it comes down to the criminality, no one's charged because, you know, they can't put the corporation in jail. It needs to change
1: if we did put corporations in jail i could think of a few we, we should start with but you know i don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. you know that medicine modern medicines helped a lot of people and and made our lives a lot longer but with that has come a lot of problems and a lot of corruption and we're going to get into that much more here we're going to talk more about tucker carlson's interview and a whole bunch of other stories everybody stay tuned you're listening to just the forum talk radio we'll be back after the break it.
0: on the sidewalk carjacking on-
1: just form talk radio with your hosts Craig James and Nick no Nick you know before the break we were talking about the propagandists in the media and and this way they've restricted our ability to see the truth clearly and it's all by design for exploitation Uh, they want servants they want they want a lower class of subservient serfs right I think ultimately at the end of the day that is the drive that you see clearly right there's a, a caste system they want to implement globally And they want that to be that's right yeah they want that essentially to be the law of the land and that's why you know they want to turn countries into economic zones they they don't want sovereign borders to get in the way of their uh global hegemonic plans and we just discussed this uh the plan for a new american century and the new world order as described by george w or george hw bush when he was in office but we talk we, we, this all came about from putin right the interview with putin is going to go up tonight on x and other platforms and and i think that they are losing their minds one thing i'm worried about nick before we get further in that is you know what do you think the probability is they do something drastic today To shift the narrative away from this interview knowing how big it's going to be and monumental what what are your thoughts on that Nick because we've just seen it too many times to not at least be aware of that strategy
2: well I want to talk about something I saw yesterday I saw the uh, uh, one of the guys who used to be a uh, involved with the the NFL for a long time. I think he was a, a a commentator or referee. One of the two, I'll have to find the clip. But basically, he said that he's expecting something to happen on the Super Bowl, and I'll have to find the quotes uh, so I can say it exactly. I'm gonna find it for you. Um, yeah, on the it, next was, break, it was probably. Joe
1: Buck. I read that. You you uh, showed that to me. He essentially said that he had a bad feeling that something bad was gonna happen in Vegas that wasn't gonna pertain to the game. Uh, and and he said something to the effect of like what state what it, this won't stay in Vegas. I mean I don't know if he has any inside information or anything, or if it's just him you know speculating on. I mean it's, it's Sin City. I mean we shouldn't be surprised when bad things happen there, right? That that's the other thing that I always think of when I think of Las Vegas. But no, I know Joe Buck. He's a he's a former NFL player and, and announcer who. Probably one of the most famous announcers out there, you know in that elite club of uh sports cast broadcast announcers, and yeah, he did say some interesting things with regard to that, but i will uh I will go as far as to say you know we don't know what's coming, and the superb owl ceremony taking place this Sunday, our yearly uh festival celebrating the uh owl the the demonic pagan idol Moloch is going to be something we're going to be covering in tomorrow's show, right, Nick? We're going to be kind of giving a breakdown on, you know, Moloch and Baal Worship and the superb owl, a.k.a. the Super Bowl ceremony that we see. And, you know, usually what I've seen with these ceremonies is they're demonic in nature, especially the halftime shows. They have uh, demonic, satanic imagery most of the time, not always, most of the time, um... It's like the Grammys, right? I I don't watch these award shows, Nick, and I don't want to get on to too much of a a tangent here on the side, but, like, is it me, or have every one of these last Grammy Awards just been a a straight-up satanic, seance, paganistic ritual, you know, performance? I, I mean, they're doing blood rituals, they're dressing up like Satan, they're, you know, everything's in red with flames like hell, and they're promoting, you know, degeneracy and immorality and 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 satanic, you know, do what thou will Crowleyistic, Aleister Crowleyism. You know what I mean, like Luciferian stuff. Absolutely. W- yeah. What do you back think
2: that like what is it? Yeah, go ahead. So. Uh, sorry, but going all the way back, I think it was 2012 or even around that time. There was a Super Bowl show that basically showed what COVID was going to be. Their plan—they have to tell you before they do it. It's part of their religion. It clears their karma, and they did that uh, for one of the Super Bowls. And then I want to bring up how Jennifer Lopez has the Baphomet on her uh, on her stomach, and it bedazzled jewel—you know, whatever they call that. Uh, you know that stuff that reflects. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, you know, for women's sequence, sequence. I think. I don't know. Um, so she had that. <laughs> You're asking a guy. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she had that in the shape of Baphomet, and uh, you know, it's very clear what she had done. Put that on her, uh, the front of her. That was a couple of years ago in the Super Bowl. They do this stuff right in our faces all the time.
1: Yeah, and I, and also they do their humiliation r- ritual ceremonies. Uh, I think that's isn't that how you progress in some of these secret orders is what once you get to a level, they do the humiliation ceremony and then that kind of uh, elevates you even further. Uh, They also have, you know, the the completely obvious and clear satanic imagery that they present while they're actually, in fact, you know, performing these shows quote unquote it's just entertainment right what's there's no harm in you know hoisting a, a freaking you know 25 foot uh, golden calf up and, let, and we're all dancing around it and bowing at its feet that's just to, that's just entertainment Nick that's just what's cool these days right I mean Is it me or is it, am I crazy or are we literally living in a a society that has not only rejected God, but just completely and not entirely, but to a degree it's it's like become culturally acceptable or, or even cool and hip to be like this satanic demonically driven, you know, figure. I don't understand it.
2: Yeah. And to, To go further than that, I've heard that the, to get into their club, you have to kill one of your family members or let them kill one of them, or you have to have yourself be sacrificed. And, uh, you know, you can look at the famous people who died. You got Michael Jackson, Steve McQueen, Leif, uh, Leif Erikson, and Count. You know, uh, Versace died at 50. Um, you got uh, uh, a whole bunch of people that are famous that are, have died at the age of 50 or there's like it seems like they died way too soon um and, and a lot of times those people made the deal okay i'm not going to do anything to my family but you can go ahead and do uh the sacrifice make me have a great life uh, you know i don't want to live to be old anyways they're probably mentality well i mean and with and a godless that, mentality
1: no i mean and i'm sorry to interrupt, up but beyond that nick how many people just get up and outwardly say it? I mean, and, and maybe we'll save some of this for tomorrow's show because I, I can, I have, like, a catalog of stuff you can pull and, and look at, but you have people, famous actresses and actors who go on these late-night talk shows and say, oh, yeah, you know, all I had to do was sell my soul to the devil, and, and now I'm the most famous person in the world. And, you know, they're saying it tongue-in-cheek. They're like, oh, it's just a joke, right? But I don't think these people are actually joking. I think they genuinely have done things and there are people in hollywood like jack black right everybody loves jack black he's so funny i i he's so funny and and, you know name the movie but you know him and his his uh buddy who are they have that band together they're open practicing Satanists, like open about it they they talk about it in their music they talk about it openly and and it's not a secret they're just they are satanists and people just go, oh, well, you know, I don't I don't know about that, but man, he was really funny in that movie I saw yesterday. And and the same thing with like uh Will Farrell. Oh, he's so funny. I, I love Will Farrell, he's the funniest guy around, right? Meanwhile, he is literally dressing up with the, you know, um the Rothschild, you know, costume ball outfit with the, you know, antlers and and the white all white, dressed up as a, a satanic priest. And doing you know incantations and seances and and demonic ritual uh, pagan uh, stuff on live television, dude. And I could pull the clips because I, ha- I I've seen them. They exist. They're out there. They're not hard to find. But people go, oh well, you know, it's just it's just entertainment. It's just entertainment. That's that's totally fine. And so we have a problem. But I, that's too much for that. Let's save that, Nick, for tomorrow. We can get into more detail on that when we come back. I want to I want to come back to Putin, this interview. I want to play some clips that you'll find interesting. I have uh, one clip that may explain why they're so terrified of Vladimir Putin coming out and having his voice heard by the West. Uh, and we're going to talk about some other stuff. Everybody stay tuned. You're listening to Just Warm Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. Swarm talk radio i'm your host craig james with nick no and and nick you know like i said before the break i want to play some clips here that uh would be very telling as to why they don't want Vladimir putin's voice to be heard Tucker carlson's big interview is coming out tonight it's going to be big because obviously they're going to be talking about some things that you could say may be persuasive to people in the west to say why are we why are we going to war with with russia And I'm not saying that Russia's this, you know, squeaky clean, you know, great place where everything's nice and happy and free and they're better than America. But I am saying that if we're looking at the global, uh, the, the world at large, why do they fear Russia? I think they fear Russia for a number of reasons. I mean, if not anything else, the mineral and resource wealth of that country far supersedes any other nation on the world, as I understand it. And beyond that, the, the ideas and culture that is is being promoted in russia right now are the ideas and culture that are being suppressed in the west right now and being downtrodden and chastised and and demonized when you talk about christian values morality the the preservation of of the nuclear family and uh, all of these things that we look at and we say these are the, the goals we're aspiring to, to move our society back toward as we've slipped away from it. There are people in positions of power who want us completely, they, they, like we've said before, they look at us as cattle. We don't deserve to have, you know, peace and freedom and, and you know, these things that make culture strong because then we may become strong enough to actually stand up against these tyrants who have been ruling over us for the last who knows how many decades uh, or centuries. But even beyond that, Nick, even beyond that, there are certain things, especially with regard to what's happening in places like Ukraine, certain truths that they do not want us to have access to. One example in particular is the... Uh, the, the way that Russia, when they invaded Ukraine, started exposing things that we now know are very true, given that Victoria Nuland herself has come out and admitted it. The biolabs, for instance, that are all over Ukraine that were being used to manufacture, you know, these are level four bioweapon facilities that are being used to experiment on and make uh, different strains of highly infectious, highly uh, uh, fatal pathogens and then they were developing strategies. In one case it was reported they were developing strategies on how to use get this Nick migratory birds to deliver payloads, biological weapon payloads into Russia as a form of uh, uh biological warfare in the case of Russia making some sort of move against NATO. That's the kind of stuff they were doing in Ukraine. And here is a, a clip I want to play. This is Vladimir Putin talking about the u.s creating biological uh, weapons in labs in ukraine and perhaps this is part of what they don't want us to hear uh which is why you never hear anything from putin you know you never hear transcriptions of his interviews you never hear uh, except for for very small out of context clips that then they use to portray him as this demonic evil figure so that we are all trained to associate evil and and death and destruction with him and his country but here's some of the things he's saying otherwise that i think the american public might have an interest in hearing let's listen to this
5: Ukraine. There was a network of dozens of laboratories led by and financially supported by Pentagon, and they were carrying out military biological programs. They were experimenting with the strains of coronavirus, anthrax, cholera, African pig plague, and other deathly lethal pathogens. And now they are trying to the evidence of this program but we have every reason to believe that next to Russia, in Ukraine next to Russian borders they were basically creating components for biological weapon and our numerous warns that such developments have posed direct threat to the safety of Russia they were rejected by Ukraine and by their patrons from the US and they did it in a very brazen way
1: okay first of all what the hell is african pig flu or whatever he was talking about that's terrifying in and of itself secondly everything he just said there nick i think this is information that victoria newland and they've tried to downplay it and the entire state department and all these apparatchiks who've been tirelessly working to convince us that Ukraine is the beacon of democracy that we have to give all of our, you know, national treasure to save and protect their so- territorial sovereignty. Otherwise, the evil Vladimir Putin is going to, you know, sweep through Europe and then it'll be America next. Well, I mean, is he, I mean, is this part of the information that they, they are terrified? Is this why the, the media talking heads have been programmed now, you know, the NPC bot news teleprompter readers have been programmed to say, Tucker is Russian agent. Do not listen to Tucker. I mean, is that why we're seeing this in part, Nick?
2: Yes, absolutely. You know, this ties back what's going on in Ukraine. Ties back to all of them and the money that they put into the bioweapons labs there, uh, which also sheds light on the fact that the United States created the COVID nineteen virus. They, uh, you know, and that was their plan to take over the whole world. And, you know, the Moscow has claimed that Hunter Biden helped finance U.S. military bioweapons research programs in Ukraine and that's true according to the daily mail and they're liberals and they said the emails prove it that they have and um, you know uh, that under international law they are they have to be worried because under international law they violated international law and the consequences are basically uh, tribunals and then you know they will execute you these people have a lot to lose that set up everything in ukraine not to mention the money laundering, drug smuggling, human trafficking that was coming out of there. It was a deep state captured operation. It was a captured country. George Soros planted his feet there and then they took it over with the uh, hammer and scorecard by cheating in the election and Kolomoisky and company now control it you know and and they're sitting there saying all right give us bribes the same way Iran did when they had bin Laden in Iran the whole time they're saying all right keep sending us money we won't say anything as long as the money keeps coming because you know ultimately they want to save their own necks over there too and uh, you know Russia has actually besides destroying those biolabs they have collected evidence showing the smoking guns the emails the actual documentation everything they've got it all and they actually told the UN we have all of this and we want to have hearings and trials you know that's what they're worried about if Vladimir Putin tells the truth and gets to actually say these things that are absolutely true then that means that there's gonna be consequences for the people that did it
1: I mean I couldn't agree more and when we come back I want to dive a little deeper into this. I want to give you a clip. Everybody out there listening, you're gonna want to hear this. I want to hear. I want to play a clip of Bill Clinton talking about his relationship with Vladimir Putin while he was president. And uh, I'll just we'll play the game. Can you spot the difference in how the media treats this uh, versus what they do with Trump and comparing him to Putin, Putin and Tucker and all this stuff? I would say also, you know, I don't want to pretend that you know, US are the US are the only guys engaged in a lot of this stuff, Nick. We all know that Russia's doing it, China's doing it. They're all developing these bioweapons. It's not a secret, but what is a secret is that the U.S. doesn't want the American people to find out. We're going to get into that more. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk.
4: This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it.
1: Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon
4: for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM... KHNC.
7: You are listening to K-H-N-C, K-H-N-C. KHNC. The Roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. The Rockies.
1: Welcome back just form talk radio with your hosts craig james and nick no and before the break nick you know we're talking about russia and and i wanted to make that point and i kind of did it as we were leaving getting into the break but to to be clear you know we're talking about tucker we're talking about russia we're talking about putin we're talking about the new american century that was planned by people like victoria newland and her husband robert kagan and other individuals in the deep state department and the globalist uh, bureaucracy that we have uh, been infiltrated by here in america and we talk about the new world order and george hw bush's you know p- a thousand points of light and all these things but i think what's important to note is that first of all you know when we talk about these bio labs in ukraine it's it, it would be a little bit of a tough sell for me to say that oh you know america is evil because they are the they are doing these things because every country is doing it and you have to have what they call right parody nick where if your enemy is doing it you probably should be doing it too that way it's uh, it creates a um uh, an assurance that ideally both sides will realize the other is capable and that will lead to the mutually assured destruction uh, pro, uh you know uh, premise which keeps nations from going to war it's it's kind of a a, a rule for where we've come to it. It is the the rule that we've established up to this point, but it is something that we should be aware of when, like we talked about, you know, Hunter Biden working on the board of companies in Ukraine that are connected to Metabiota, who's responsible for building all of these labs. So then he's taking money and enriching himself and his family. And, and that just becomes a pay for play system of bribes and, and a network of connections that end up, uh, showing the underbelly, the seedy underbelly of how, I guess what they would say the re- how the real world works, Nick. Right.
2: That's right. You know, um, there were other people involved in it too. Black and Veatch. That's a, a company out of the United States. They had Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners. They invested money in that, and Goldman Sachs, and of course we're. Back to the whole counterintelligence thing, they just let people just be terrible, terrible criminals. I mean, we're talking organized criminals, and then uh, they just look the other way, you know, with all their crimes because, oh, they're fighting the good fight and no one would expect them to be one of the people that are doing it. It's like, yeah, it, clearly that's a huge problem. And we've talked about this before going on today about how. Uh, We don't want people in Congress that could be compromised. We want someone who has lived a good life or tries to live a Christian life as best they can. And we we don't need these people that could be compromised. And and, and out of all the people they could have used to do it, Hunter Biden was the worst choice they could have ever chosen. I mean, it it couldn't have gotten any worse. The uh, hookers, drugs, you name it. He's compromised in every way.
1: Well, I mean, that's why they chose him, right? Because he's the kind of person who would do this. And then if he were to try to turn on them, they'd be like, well, we have every capability in the world to destroy your life and your family. So he actually is the ideal person for these, these CD underbelly operations. But I wanted to play this clip from Bill Clinton, but I don't think we're going to have enough time before the break. We're coming up on a break here in less than a minute. And then we'll be back for hour two of the show. But I'll just summarize a little bit of what he said in, in, in saying that, you know, what Bill Clinton essentially says in this interview, and we'll play it on the other side of the break, is that the 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 strategy and tactic of diplomacy that he used during his office and with Putin was uh, behind closed doors. Tell him uh, tell him exactly how you feel, and then publicly just lie to the American public. I mean, it's. It, it, Obviously, to a degree, you'd have to know that that's a part of a, any strategy with diplomacy. But the way he says it is just so, it, it, it really is co- condescending. It would be the best way to put it. And it's a complete and total, uh, it's, it's an illustration of how they look at us as a complete and total joke. Everybody stay tuned. We're coming back, hour two. A lot more show to come. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break.
7: You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland,
5: Fort Collins. I'm Neil Cavuto, and this is the Fox Business Report.
6: There were fewer people filing for unemployment benefits than expected last week. New claims came in at 218,000, little change from the week before. Continuing claims, those remaining on benefits, remained in the range of 1.8 million. The numbers remain in the range of a healthy job market. Wall Street is looking at some upbeat earnings reports. Walt Disney's quarter topped forecasts. It is raising its dividend and is optimistic about this year. Ralph Lauren had a strong holiday season. Shares the luxury retailer are higher. Spirit Airlines quarter was better than predicted, though the company continues to lose money. Chip designer Arm Holdings is seeing shares up 5%. Arm's quarter was helped by demand for artificial intelligence technology. Though Hershey's profit was weaker than a year ago, it is paying more for cocoa and sugar. And that's your Fox Business Report. I'm Laura Cantor, invested in you.
1: New year, even a presidential election year, but we are
4: still facing the same issues. You need to prepare for the worst. Protect your home, your family, and your investments. It's time to reach out to the Oxford Gold Group. They make it simple for you whether you are buying more gold, diversifying your 401k, or buying gold for the first time. Call the Oxford Gold Group at 833-995-GOLD and order the investment guide or make a purchase of precious metals and get up to $2,500 in free gold. 833-995-GOLD. Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender-bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men.
6: Go to warriormbs.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's warriormbs.com.
7: It, whatever you choose and get this there's absolutely no loss of principle if you ever need your money back go to investyrefy.com that's invest the letter y r e f y.com or call 888 Y refi 24 you can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25 percent just call triple eight Y refi 24 or go to investyrefy.com and tell them joe sent you
1: back just before I'm talk radio with your hosts craig james and nick no and we're going to be getting further into this tucker carlson story tonight the big interview is dropping if you guys are just joining us first of all thank you we really appreciate it you can call or text the number 877-536-1360 if you have any thoughts comments questions concerns that you want to share but we are also joined by a very special guest you guys know if you know you know Uh, Every Thursday, we're joined in the second hour by our good friend, host of the greatest, one of the greatest shows on KHNC. I almost slipped there, J.D. But is J.D. Plorable, our good friend from the show Swamp Fight, which airs Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and uh, Saturday and Sunday at noon. J.D., it's good to have you on with us.
3: Good morning, guys. Great to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. Good morning enjoy having you on it's uh it's just another big news day i think for especially what we've been talking about in the run-up to you joining us jd is uh we're talking about putin we're talking about why the west doesn't want america to hear what putin has to say and and we talked briefly about simple things like you know the the idea of the protection of the family install in instilling christian values and principles And when you listen to speeches and and talks that Putin gives, I mean, these are the kind of uh, uh, things that he talks about, which, again, it doesn't mean he's the best guy in the world, but I think they're terrified of people seeing behind the facade that they've created to convince us that – uh, you know everything in Russia is evil and bad, and if we even remotely agree with them, then that's that's detrimental to American national security because a part of the new American century, the plan developed by Victoria Newland, Robert Kagan, and a bunch of globalists in our deep state involves basically destroying Russia because it's one of the wealth, minerally and resource-wise, it's one of the wealthiest countries in the world. With that, with in regard to that, their population. Uh, obviously doesn't meet the DEI woke agenda criterias for demographics, and it's a predominantly Christian nation now that uh, has been through communism. And I've even broken down speeches given by Putin where he talks about Bolshevism and, it's, and the disastrous effect it had on his country and how they are recovering from that still to this day and how they're trying to push their... Uh, push their country into that uh, different direction away from that and issuing direct warnings to us here in America about communism and the Bolshevik-like uh, uh, you know, influence that we're seeing societally for like transgenderism, destruction of the family, sexual freedom and revolution in that regard, and all of these other things, the woke DEI stuff. And how that's disastrous, not to mention, as I played before a clip of the bio labs in Ukraine and how Russia, you know, essentially was saying what they were doing down there is a violation of the Geneva Convention and all kinds of laws, not saying that Russia's not doing it or China. Russia and China are certainly developing these bioweapons. It's not it's not about that. It's, it's just about the fact that if, if we see Russia for what it is today and not what it was in the 1980s, then There may be more of a push in this country domestically and in the West in general to not want to go to World War III and to to go to an all-out nuclear war with them if we actually understand that maybe we can agree with them in certain ways, and perhaps they may make a stronger ally than they would a foe. Um, And we have a history of, of alliances with Russia all the way back to World War II. so that's my kind of rundown on it and before we go uh, further i want to play this quip, clip real quick that i've been telling the audience we're going to play in the full first hour bill clinton talking about his relationship with vladimir putin when he was president uh let's just take a listen to this and, and and see if you can spot the difference between how they treat bill clinton when he talks about his relationship with putin versus how they treat i don't know trump or tucker carlson when they talk about their relationship with vladimir putin
0: uh, look, Mr. Putin is got—he got all. He's very smart. But you know him better than most people. Yeah, I do. What, what was he like behind closed doors, away from you know, the, sort of the public utterances? Smart and um, remarkably, um, we had a really good, blunt relationship. How blunt? Brutally blunt.
4: Ever like but, in a fisticuff? No,
0: no, but I think you know, I think the right strategy most of the time. <laughs> is but it's frustrating to people in your line of work you should be brutally honest with people in private and then if you want them to help you try to avoid embarrassing them in public now sometimes they do things which make it impossible for you to keep quiet but by and large i found all the people i dealt with appreciated it if i told them the truth how I did- honestly felt, and what our interests were, and what our objectives were, and they also appreciated it when I didn't kick them around in public for as long as I couldn't kick them around. So I, I you know, that's my experience. And did, did Putin ever renege on a personal no, agreement he made to you? He did not. So behind closed doors, he could be trusted.
1: He kept his word in all the deals we made. Okay, that's 2013. Bill Clinton with Pierce Morgan talking about how. Uh, You know, you got to be brutally honest behind closed doors and then lie to the public. And I guess that's something I would say, too, if I was getting $500,000 to go give speeches in Moscow while my wife was uh, running the State Department and signing off on Rosatom Uranium One energy deals that that were uh, giving away 20% of our strategic uranium reserves, I would probably say something to that effect as well. But I don't want to keep going because I want to bring you guys in and get your thoughts. Let's start with you, J.D.,. You know, what do you think of this upcoming interview with Tucker Carlson and Putin? And, and do you think I'm i on to something here with, with what I'm saying, or do you think I'm way off?
3: No, I think that it all goes back to the Cold War way of thinking. I think that anyone who's ever been in the military, uh, obviously, we've always been told how bad— you know, that basically that you cannot trust Russia. You can't trust the Russians and with good reason, you know, with very good reason. But does that mean that going forward that people can't figure out a way to get along? I'm not saying trust them. Of course, you're not going to trust your, your, um, Um, you know, I don't want to say enemies, but you know what I mean. Um, I mean, you're a competitor.
1: We're we're a competitor competing against them. Yeah, adversaries.
3: We we don't want to trust them. We have to be very careful. But for the sake of the world, it's always better to try and figure out a way to get along. I mean, nobody wants war. And I definitely, definitely, just like with everything – we see they definitely treated bill clinton a lot differently than they've treated donald trump when it comes to vladimir putin and russia
1: i agree nick we got we got about 30 seconds you have anything else
2: yeah it, you know um sjd was saying we shouldn't trust them and on the other hand, look what we've done with the biolabs in Ukraine. I mean, that's against international law. I mean, I'm pretty sure that those guys will be facing uh, tribunals and and uh, all these other things for international law. Um, you, know, I, you know, we've done some pretty shady stuff, and I think that we can get along as, as long as we – you know, some truth and reconciliation with Russia, I think that would be great. But for some reason, the Deep State Department doesn't want that. Again, we, this all goes back
1: to the, the plan for a new American century, the globalists and, and the infiltration, the New World Order, George H.W. Bush, point, a thousand points of light. Think about it. They have a plan, and it doesn't involve Russia being a proud, strong nation. It involves uh, the development of these economic zones, which are easily. Exploitable, which are ran by corporate-like structures that don't have sovereign borders. So that's why they hate Russia predominantly now. We're going to talk about that and much more when we come back. Everybody, stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio.
5: I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. Holy fly paper.
3: Join me, J. Deplorable, for Swap Fight, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at noon, right here on AM 1360.
1: Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No, and we're joined by our special guest, Jay Deplorable from Swamp Fight. You guys know him. He's uh, had some really big shows lately, JD. We've been really enjoying uh, listening to you as usual, but uh, it's really fun to, to get uh, some different perspectives, especially for what you've been doing lately, uh, having had Mike Lindell on last week, which was awesome. And uh, I know you got some big guests coming up in the future. I don't want to spoil anything. I'll let you uh, save that for when you're ready to, to tell the audience. But let's just say uh, everybody want to pay attention to what JD is doing because he's got big things in the in the in the uh, works. Right, right, brother.
3: Yeah, I've been fortunate, and um, I'm very, very uh, thankful to have some of the guests uh, coming and the ones that have been on and the ones that are coming Uh, the 21st not next Wednesday but the following Wednesday we've got uh, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert coming on Swamp Fight at 5pm and we've got some other ones coming up too that the the audience is probably going to like
1: it's going to be fun man we're all looking forward to it here but we have more to talk about and you know yeah. I, I don't want to spend the whole show just just going all in on the Russia thing but here's my my final thoughts before we move on to a different story I think and we'll let you guys kind of comment too and see what you think when this interview drops tonight two things I am concerned that there will be some sort of major narrative shifting event uh, either before or after because they cannot allow this interview to gain traction even though we know uh just speaking purely from an analytical standpoint what we're going to probably see on at minimum x the platform twitter is you know probably view count somewhere i'm guessing i'm i'm going to i'm going to put the over under at around 200 million i'm going to put the i'm going to put the over under at around 200 million views for this interview uh if it is allowed to grow organically and there is no uh tampering in the algorithm And that in and of itself terrifies the Western oligarchs who have created this stranglehold over a narrative that has been, uh, you know, just a dying ember from a previous, you know, age where Russia was a one way and now it's another way. And, again, I don't want to sit here and I'm not some Russia sycophant. I'm America first. I love this country. I think America is exceptional, and I have to provide that caveat because you know that all these fake news agencies are just foaming at the mouth to try to sell a narrative of, you know, pro-Putin, you know, uh, uh, agents working in, in the media. And that's what they're doing to Tucker right now. But as J.D. pointed out, which I thought was a very thoughtful thing to say, you know, we have to find a way to get along. That is my intent when i talk about this stuff and i i think ultimately that's what tucker wants that's what trump was trying to do while he's in office i think that's still what he wants to do when he gets back into office so when you know a lot of people out there have and and some of these people are like sebastian gorka who are you know these people like gorka in particular he is not he is first of all not first of all not an American citizen. Secondly, all he has historical gripes with Russia that go back to his family heritage and history and you know growing up in communist under the communist rule. Yeah, he has some some gripes there and I understand that. But I hear that with some of even my family members. I've talked about this before too. You know, they can't even fathom, understand or accept the fact that Russia could be different than it once was. To them, Russia is and always will be, whether it's because of the programming or because of what's happened historically, is an evil empire that must be fought against at all costs. And I'm sitting here saying, you know, A, JD's right, we gotta be able to get along. That that has to happen because it's the biggest nuclear arsenal in the world we're talking about here. But B, there has you have to look at what these people are saying and doing. Their actions are even speaking louder than their words. And Russia, although it's not great in some regard, in a lot of ways, the things they promote, you know, the adoption of the the Christianity as as this primary motivator for what they do and the actions they're taking as a nation, the anti-woke stuff that they get out there and and champion, the protection of the family, the, the, you know, all of that stuff I think we could find common ground on, and that is what terrifies these i said before western oligarchs who truly do not want us to see a world where russia could be an ally because of course russia represents pretty much everything they don't right they in, in some regards in some regards not in all but in yeah. some regards you know
3: what would be interesting it, what would be interesting would be to talk to someone from russia Maybe someone who's immigrated within the past 10 years or something like that. Somebody who is going to tell you the absolute truth about living in Russia. What is that like? What 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 is Putin's rule like? How do they feel? And, you know, I can only hope that Tucker's interview, uh, knowing Tucker, I would think that he's probably gonna be very very careful about it like he is with everything and you know let's listen to it and let's let's hear what uh, what what he comes up with but you know go into it cautiously but I would think getting somebody on the radio even and talking to them about what what it was like when they lived there how do they feel about Putin that would be
1: interesting I I think that would be interesting. I I only have had experiences with people who live there uh, not in recent history, but, I mean, I had a professor in college who uh, emigrated from Russia, and he told me some crazy stories about living in Russia during the fall of communism and what what it was like. And Russian culture is very different than ours in a lot of ways from what I've understood and and learned. But in a lot of ways, especially as it's progressed to modern-day age, it is. There are certain parts of it that, you know, they're terrified of us seeing because we may see common ground, and that's that to them is, you know, Russia is and must be defeated. We're still in this cold war mindset. What do you think, Nick?
2: Yeah, I think we're still in that mindset, and um, you know, I, I'm like we were talking about. I don't want to, you know say Russia is this great, wonderful country, but look at what they did as we talked about last show, they have a plan to save all their citizens if something happens. Our government is to save the government and then come out and collect the pieces after and they don't have our interests in mind. Um, you know, and I wanna remind everybody that the Bolshevik Revolution was caused by Americans who planned it, funded it and sent the people over. They even trained them in the United States. So the Bolshevik Revolution, communism as a whole, was a farce in a way because, you know, Russia didn't want to participate in what was happening. Um, Nicholas, the czar, Uh So basically, uh, you know, he, he actually crossed the Rothschilds. That's why ultimately the Rothschilds vowed to take out the, um, the Russian uh, monarch. They wanted to take out all monarchs, but they wanted to take out them especially. Because they were putting up resistance, and um, so, you know, uh, Putin lived through this, and he, from a young age, he realized that if he wanted to make an impact for his country, he, you know, he's got to get into the intelligence service of the USSR. So he gets into there, sees what communism really is. This guy knows it, even the dirtiest of the dirty stuff. He knows what's happening because he participated and witnessed it. Okay, then he sees the fall of it uh, of. Uh, the USSR sees the absolute utter chaos and power vacuum that happens, and all of the corrupt and terrible things that that go down. To include in Ukraine, um, you know, there's that movie uh, um, with Nicolas Cage about uh, about what happened. Basically, they sold off all of their excess military equipment and, and so on uh, to foment other wars in Africa and other places. And the United States promoted this. So, uh, I you know, I'm not saying the United States is is terrible I'm saying we got to own up to what we've done here we created the ussr we created the boogeyman and and we created the biolabs in ukraine now um, once we get that out of the way and get those people that are criminals in the united states held accountable to include the drug companies that were in lockstep to include the media companies that were in lockstep they need to be held accountable too this was you know criminal activity we can't shy away from that
1: I mean I think it's also important to note and I keep making this note that Russia or the United States is not the only country who is developing these bioweapons in foreign countries and they are certainly doing not doing it because they just have this you know desire to create this stuff I think it's it's uh, it's a global arms race, just as much as you know. You have to have parity with nuclear weapons and armies and tanks and forces. They have to have parity with biological weapons. Uh, if another country is developing it, then y- you know the, the philosophy is, which I don't know if it's wrong or right, but I, it seems reasonable, is that you have to develop it too because you have to have parity against it and develop ways to to cure it and to stop it. So I am not I'm not even mm-hmm. as focused on the biolab stuff. I mean, yeah, that's bad, but I see other I, other countries are doing that too. I'm more focused on the concept of, you know, looking at the world from a a, spe- a spectrum that includes understanding if we have, you know, common ground with another nation and its leadership and they are actually promoting Christian ideologies and principles and trying to push away from the Bolshevism and the communism, which is what's happening here in America. I mean, remember, Nick, those Bolsheviks, once they destroyed Russia and once they were basically uh, uh, pushed out of the country, where did they go? They went to Hollywood, you know, and mm-hmm. that's where where the, the a part of the cancer that has taken over this country uh, stems from. So. It's, we're fighting the same enemy that the, the Russians were, are fighting. We're all fighting the same globalist entity that wants to destroy, wants to instill this communist ideology, wants to destroy national sovereignty to bring in a global new world order that is based on, as I've said several times, economic zones. They don't want us to have borders. They want us to be serfs in their corporatocracy, kleptocracies that they will run as, as oligarchs. And we have to find people who are willing to stand in the the fray with us against those entities and those powers. And ultimately, if that means that those people are in Russia, you know, we have to at least find common ground and start a conversation, a dialogue, which is why they're so desperate to silence not only any discussion about these kind of topics like we're talking about here— But they don't play clips of Putin giving speeches in Western media because they don't want us to hear what he has to say. Or if they do, they play us some small out-of-context portion that essentially makes us believe he is one thing when he's not. But it's a tactic that, you know, they do with everyone. They do it to Trump. They do it to Tucker. They do it to any prominent conservative figure in America or any prominent figure in general who they do not – who is not towing the establishment narrative that is – you know, essentially this promotion of, you know, communism and 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 secular atheism and, and all these different ideas, right? That we know are toxic, that we know are disastrous and dangerous and that are gonna to lead to the destruction of this nation. So at some point, just like in World War II, just like in the American Revolution, you know, we've had to over history make alliances with other nations at times to fight for 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 things that we know are right and good and and i'll just say one more thing nick to to what you said the rothschilds and and this is all from yesterday's show with uh, joe and jason joe Jenkins, and them did a great job in their show yesterday they played this whole long uh uh it was a an audio of of a guy giving a, a lecture on the rothschilds and how they what they did what usury is how the central banking system was it was just amazing But I'll just say one thing. The Rothschilds didn't want to destroy the monarchs. They wanted to uh, uh, co-opt them. They wanted to make... Basically, they used a usury form of uh, uh, lending to essentially seize power of the monarchies by being in control of the gold, the golden rule. He who owns the gold makes the rules. So what what do you think, J.D.? You know... Uh,
3: like always, I try to look at everything in a simple way. Um, I, I I think I've been told that sometimes I have a, a different way of looking at some things. I don't know. But to me, no matter what, yes, we all in this world, we have to figure out a way to get along. But it's kind of hard to feel all nice and fuzzy about Russia. When they're killing Ukrainians. You know? I mean, let's go back to that. Let's go back to the elephant in the room.
1: I agree. I mean they're
3: killing Ukrainians.
1: No, and And you know but but, but Ukrainians are killing Russians and that war's been going on since twenty fourteen. That's not new. Oh come on. Well, it's been going on for a long time, and and Ukraine used to be a part of Russia, and and there's large portions of Ukraine that are ethnically Russian who wanted—who voted in a referendum to leave the country and then were bombarded by their own government and and murdered, you know, mercilessly. So if
3: Mexico had a halfway decent military, it's okay for them to attack
1: us in Texas, or what? uh, Would that be cool? I'll have to think about that over the break. Everybody stay tuned because JD just dropped one on me. I'm going to see if I can figure out a way to answer that uh, well. But anyway, everybody stay tuned. We'll be back. You're listening to Just The Form Talk Radio.
6: Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert-Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom.
0: the Podesta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m.
1: Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No, and our special guest, Jay Deplorable, from the show Swamp Fight, which airs Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday at noon here on KHNC. In two weeks from now, he's going to be having Lauren Boebert on his show. Y'all are going to want to stay tuned for that. Make sure you go watch, support all the shows on the station. They all do a great job. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I, I really enjoy it. We've been getting a flood of text messages, guys. I think we're really... Uh, getting people getting the people going as they say and I want to get into those in a second but before we do that, JD you you asked me a question before the break and I took I took a moment to think about it which I'm glad I had a moment the the break just happened to give me a second to think about it because I, I think it's a good question you said what if could you say your question again and then I'll, I'll try to give an answer
3: and I'm just saying that if some point in the future Mexico, was the powerful army out there you know they they had the the navy the the military would it be okay for them to attack us down in Texas because originally that was part of mexico and i'm just saying that these arguments that go way back i mean at some point you can't keep going back man i mean the russians attacked ukraine not good no matter how you how you look at it that wasn't a good thing
1: so well in all fairness Ukraine, Ukraine was attacking Ukraine before Russia and uh secondly I I think it you what you're saying it, so you would have to take your question and understand it from a different perspective you're saying if Mexico became more powerful but if we're looking at it just from the terms of like today and and comparing it to Russia it would be more appropriate to say like Okay, so what if the United States, what if Texas, right? Inside of Texas, you had uh, uh, basically a, a situation where portions of Texas were taken by Mexico, and then those people who were ethnically Americans, technically, right, wanted to go back to the United States, and instead of allowing them, if they voted to go back to the United States, and then instead of allowing them to go back to the United States, Mexico started shelling because Mexico would be the smaller country, very much like Ukraine, started shelling the, the border counties in, in Texas saying you can't leave and murdering them. And then Texas finally says, all right, well, we have to intercede here because these people want to be back in America and we need to go and, and, and uh, secure that you know right for them to come back because they voted and they want to come back and we want them back. Uh, I think that would be a a more accurate way of describing the situation. However, I, I understand, and, and you got to remember too: communism screwed everything up with how it was ran. Uh, a lot of people have made the comment that historically, if you look at how Ukraine became an independent nation, it was almost by like a, a, a clerical error on behalf of some very in, in, inept and uh, corrupt communist party officials. But I want to get to these text messages because, man, it is like I I haven't seen a line blow up like this in a while. So let's start here. Somebody from the 970 texted in and says, uh, let's see what they said. They said, Craig, we are different. We have become a deviant Sodom and Gomorrah evil empire. That's from our good friend Jenny. She also goes on and says Supreme Supreme Justice candidate Robert Bork wrote his book Slouching to Gomorrah. The famous phrase now being borked. He was a truth seeker that the evil ones went after. That's a that's a very valid observation. I mean, it, it, again, that's another thing. How do we, you know, if we don't fix our own house, how are we going to help anybody else? You know, when, yeah. when our country is great. Being text that was a great text, but we have so many more. I want to try to get to all these. Uh, let's see, five hundred five. Our good friend uh, texts in and says is our good friend rabbi mark he says brutally honest yes lie to the public no but you know that about me and they're back and they say the elephant is ukraine is a lie all right interesting interesting we have another text from the 970 saying what if mexico had russia financed bio labs that they were going to use on everyone that's an interesting scenario So if Mexico had Russia finance biolabs, let me think about that. So if Mexico had Russia, uh, maybe we'll think about that and we'll come back to it. Finally, we have a few more texts from someone in the 970 saying, you can read the script already was Putin and Carlson. The Ukrainians are a bunch of Nazis. Good point. Uh, If NATO allowed Ukraine in there, Russia would be surrounded. They had an agreement that wouldn't happen or if they had an agreement that wouldn't happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Nick, uh, you've been—we haven't come to you in a minute. What do you think?
2: Well, NATO, we had an agreement that they wouldn't go any more eastward, and and since then, it's been several countries that have been added, and it keeps pushing more and more eastward. So we already violated that like majorly, Um, you know. And just just for the sake of peace, you know, they were offered a ceasefire, Um, you know, they were offered the opportunity to surrender. Ukraine actually wanted to surrender. But the guys in D.C., Victoria Newland, were like, whoa, what if you surrender? Then all of our documentation of our wrongdoing is going to be aired in the public. Let's keep the meat grinder going. So they destroyed. Basically, it's been a genocide because there's no way that Ukraine could win. They don't have the people. They don't have the equipment. They don't have the money. And we just been have basically just massacred the entire country, and they keep giving more money. There's nothing that they can do. Russia outmatches them you know and and they we are responsible for that we're partly responsible not we but Victoria Newland mainly um, you know I want to point that out and then also Mexico they've got people coming into the United States invading gang members and stuff and they don't do anything to stop it Mexico does nothing because Mexico is owned by the cartels you know uh, you know that got me That's thinking right. JD when you said that you know they're invading our country they're, ela- they're helping That's with right. the invasion of this country and they're bringing in fentanyl and all of these uh, criminals and drugs and all of these terrible things and they're aiding and abetting these criminals so they themselves are criminals maybe we should just maybe we should go into mexico man and take take control of that situation yeah. president I, trump I, had a plan I, for that can
1: we do that I'm, I'm all for it let's take mexico back i've said this for a long time let's just take it militarily i mean what what is preventing us you know i mean fine russia wants to do it over there we'll do it over here you know what I mean? Like, th- I guess that would be the mindset, right? But I don't know. J.D., what do you think? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I like the beach. Yeah, brother. We make <laughs> That's it what secure. I was about to say. We make it secure. We make it like one of the best resort areas in the world. Not that yeah, it isn't man. already, but we get rid you of know, the You know,
3: here's the thing, too. The government in Mexico, in my opinion, is, is a criminal version of communism anyway call it whatever you want man i mean is mexico uh, a dictatorship sure sure it is man it's it's are you kidding me it's controlled by the cartels let's be real here man they tell you what's going to happen they say this is this is the way it is is that not communism i mean they're in control it's a cartel
2: dictatorship nick yeah, and they take a cut of everything just like communism does. It, it, you're right, it is no different. Well, I'll tell you what.
1: I I think we figured out the strategy Thanks, for the new American century. We're taking Mexico back. That's that's the next move. I want to go down to a beach resort without having to, you know, think I'm going to get kidnapped by the cartel. Um But you know,
3: something needs to be done about them. No, and that's the other
1: thing. I mean, all kidding aside, honestly, what is preventing us from taking military action against Mexico? Because they don't have an army. They don't have a, you know, a a substantial military that could even hold a candle to us. Obviously, we don't want uh, war on our border. But the war's already been brought. Right, the cartels have brought the war. They've brought the drugs. They've brought the illegal invasion. They are responsible for it in 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 part, not entirely, but in part. And it, it again, it, it is similar, I guess, to what's happening with Ukraine and Russia. I mean, as we talked about the expansion of NATO, there was an agreement that was made to, to mitigate the expansion of NATO, and they just completely ignored that. And now what we're facing is. Russia basically saying you they've made the red line. And unlike Obama, when they put the red line, um, they actually stand by it and say, you're not going to move any further this way. And for better or worse, that's the, the reality of the situation, whether you like it or not. But when we come back, we're going to talk about much more... Um, I got a few other things, but we'll see. Everybody stay tuned. It's going to be a surprise. You're listening to Justin Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James, Nick No, and our special guest, Jay Deplorable. Go check out his show, Swamp Fight, Wednesdays at 5, Saturday and Sunday at noon. And there's a bunch of other great programs, including the one coming up next after this. So stay tuned here. Keep it locked on 1360. We'll be back after a short break.
5: Holy fly paper.
3: Join me, J. Deplorable, for Swap Fight, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at noon, right here on AM 1360.
0: You can run on for a long time. On for a long time. Run on for a long time. Soon or later gotta cut
1: you down. Soon or later
4: gotta cut you down. Welcome
1: back to Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No and our special guest, Jay Deplorable. Now, you know, I guess in our final segment here before the last last segment, I want to talk about. Uh, something that is kind of a tease for tomorrow's show. So, but it'll be kind of fun. I'll make an exception. This is not a sports show. We don't talk about sports here uh, ever usually, and and that's for a good reason. This is a this is a Christian conservative uh, you know news and, and 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 analysis show. But I want to start with you, JD. Uh, predictions for tomorrow or for this weekend? Uh, who do you think is going to win the superb Owl? Al- uh, Moloch worshiping ceremony?
3: Well, I certainly don't want the Chiefs to win. <laughs> That's <laughs> me. I do not want well, them you to win.
1: Yeah, the AFC East, right? Um, or no, the AFC West. The West, West. Excuse uh, me. West yeah. yeah.
3: But, you know, I think th- this, this is going to be a good football game here. I mean, it could definitely go either way. I hope the 49ers win, but I wouldn't be surprised if Pat Mahomes
1: and the Chiefs figure out a way to get her done again. So I wasn't talking about the game. I was talking about our supreme uh, ice queen snow princess, Taylor Swift. Do you think she's going to get engaged to Travis Kelsey after the game, J.D.? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, and I could not care less. Oh, no. <laughs> our our supreme ice queen snow princess. What do they princess. call
3: her, the twink her people the twinkles or something
1: uh, uh the, the, oh, the, the 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 swifties yeah those those things what a
2: what a uh, Watch out for swifties what a dangerous bud. Watch thing out what, for them what do there. you think
1: nick what are your uh, uh, predictions
2: well it's no wonder that she would support joe biden because she's such a terrible uh judge of character she doesn't not you know look look at all the men she's dated it's never worked out It's always had And it's been terrible choices. No wonder it's Joe Biden. It is true. That is true. I mean, it's almost
1: like taking – That is true. That's like taking, uh, you know, gambling advice from a degenerate or, you know, taking – That's what all of her songs are about, man. And it's – well, you know, here's the thing about it. I I personally am am interested only in uh, seeing what our supreme overlord ice queen princess will be dictating to us uh, during the Supreme – uh, a ceremony for the superb Al Moloch worshiping halftime show. So that's where I'll be focusing my attention during Sunday. But uh, no, all kidding aside, I, I personally uh, think that the, 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 the script is the chiefs, the team are the Niners. So we'll see. That's just my take on it. I'm not a big sports guy, but I do like sports. I mean, I really think there are good things you can take away from sports and competition and and that kind of stuff. I recognize it's a distraction. I recognize bread and circuses, the Roman empire, blah, blah, blah. That's all very clear to me. But I think if you know that going into it, then there can be a little bit of uh, enjoyment to watching sports like that. We have another text, a few texts coming in. They're flying in now. Uh, We've talked about some interesting things. Um. We had a text saying that uh by the way one of the people who texted in said their brother-in-law was a deacon in the Ukrainian Orthodox Church which by the way as far as I know the Ukrainian Orthodox Church was that the one if I'm I don't want to say this if I'm wrong but that was the one that was criminalized by uh, uh Zelensky I think so that's interesting
2: that, That's right Craig it's because um Putin, whenever he turned his back on the deep state, he had created a vast spy network using the Christian Orthodox Church to uh, to help keep him in power, uh, and uh, you know, and funds too. They have cash. They have a huge fund to do charity works all around the world. Um, and they're actually, uh, you know, a pretty good organization as far as I know. Um, and that's why they had to get him out of there because, of course, Zelensky knew this. And, that, you know, that's not outwardly told to anybody. You know, the United States has never really been told this. I found this out through people who have been on the inside in Washington for a long time.
1: Yeah. No, it's, the infiltration's yeah. there. Uh, we got a couple more texts. I so just want to get through them real quick. Uh, first off, somebody said, interview with Mexican coyote cartel on ntd which is a youtube channel i guess saying uh your land is ours we're taking it back well that's fun that's nice also they texted it and said yeah uh, taylor 34 year old acting like a 16 year old serial dater how dare you talk bad about our snow queen she is to be worshiped i love jack Posobiec's gone down this whole thing i think it's hilarious (laughs) have you ever seen
3: her without her red lipstick on
1: I don't know. It's I don't, I don't think so. Is that is is that bad? I, here's the thing. We all know who she it's is. Conspiracy. <laughs> well, it's Taylor Swift's psyop, man. I mean, listen. Th- I think they fear her. Somebody put this out the other day, and I thought it was very accurate. They said the reason that conservatives fear Taylor Swift is because she can pack stadiums anywhere she goes, and all of her fans pretty much can vote. And that is true, I, I think, And a lot of these young women, man, they're just being completely psyoped and they have no idea how they are being manipulated and and ran and you know this new between the new age feminist theory and ideology that's being indoctrinated into them in schools and then they have you know the the snow queen whatever taylor swift doing you know uh, pagan ritualistic séances on stage and invoking incantations to you know demonic spirits and then putting that on the audience and people go oh well you're just that's crazy that's not real and i'm like but so you're saying there isn't good and evil. There isn't like, then you don't believe the Bible. You don't believe that demons and, and, you know, demonic forces exist because I do, and I've seen what they do to our world. And uh, I think that's what's happening with Taylor Swift, but final thoughts from both you guys. We've got a couple seconds. Let's start with you, JD.
3: Well, yeah, any, any person like Taylor Swift who has a voice to as many people as she has she, you know people are going to be uh, careful and probably watch that person and see what they're saying to the masses but the only person who can pack a stadium quicker and sell a show out quicker than Taylor Swift is Donald Trump
1: man <laughs> I agree Nick any final thoughts it certainly ain't Joe Biden <laughs> <laughs> he could pack, a, yeah, he could pack right. a country kitchen buffet Go go ahead Nick
2: so don't forget that George Soros owns all of her masters, and she basically is beholden to George Soros. I heard, I heard that she actually yeah.
1: re-recorded all of those songs, and then that kind of made that three hundred million dollar acquisition worthless. And then she retained it. Uh, but that's just what I've heard. So, anyway, when we come back. We have more. We have more much more 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 everybody stay tuned we even have more texts everybody stay tuned you're listening just from talk radio we'll be back after the break
0: Hi folks, this is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons 3 to 4 here on 1360 AM.
7: You are listening to KHNC, The Roar of the Rockies. The Rockies.
4: When I was
7: broken at the bottom, I found you're my healer and redeemer, Jesus, that's who you are.
1: Welcome back to Just Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick Noah and our special guest, J.D. Deplorable from Swamp Fight, which is a show here on 1360 KHNC. You guys probably already know that, but you can catch it Wednesdays at 5, Saturday and Sunday at noon. Thank you, J.D., for joining us here today. Um, you know, any final Thanks thoughts? Thanks
3: for having me, as always.
1: Yeah, we have our God's Grace is Greater segment. And, you know, I just want to say before we give it to you, J.D., for a second, Thursday's like my favorite day of the week because of this right here, getting together with with the boys and going down the rabbit hole. There's nothing better than that. And I know you guys out there listening agree. So please keep supporting the show as much as you can. We appreciate JD always having you on, uh, any final thoughts with the audience before we do our God's grace is greater segment,
3: just real quick, you know, uh, speaking of bio labs, we're getting ready to have a gain of function bat lab just to the north of us. So there's always that up there at CU and Fort Collins, you know, I mean, we're talking about labs all over the world. Heck, we, we're we getting ready to have one right in our backyard.
1: Yeah, stop the COVID bat research lab in CSU. We got to do that. You guys can get more info on that. I think if you just walk by the station here, you can get – there's like a little QR code you can get to get more information on. Anyway, thank you, J.D. We always love having you on. This is my favorite day next to Tinfoil Friday, which is tomorrow. Nick, any final Thanks, thoughts? Guys. Absolutely. Nick,
2: any final thoughts? It's great having you JD. Um any final thoughts? Thanks, Actually, you know, um you know, um my final thought is to um uh, you know, take what you you learn today, look at it objectively, don't get emotionally involved if you see the Tucker Carlson information and uh and uh use your brain to analyze what's been said.
1: I couldn't have said it better myself, brother. We appreciate that. All right. We do our God's Grace is Greater segment every, every show at the end. This is no different. We leave you with hope and encouragement and scripture and inspiration. Here we are, Psalm 41, continuing in the book of Psalms. And how appropriate, victory in spite of betrayal, another Davidic psalm. And it says... Happy is the one who cares for the poor. The Lord will save him in a day of adversity. The Lord will keep him and preserve him. He will be blessed in the land. You will not give him over to the desire of his enemies. The Lord will sustain him on, this, on his sickbed. You will heal him on the bed where he lies. I said, Lord, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies speak malicious about me. When will he die and be forgotten? When one of them comes to visit, he speaks deceitfully. He stores up evil in his heart. He goes out and talks. All who hate me whisper together about me. They plan to harm me. Lethal poison has been poured into him, and he won't rise up from where he lies. Even my friend in whom I trusted, one who ate my bread, has raised his heel against me. But you, Lord, be gracious to me and raise me up, and then I will repay them. By this I know that you delight in me, my enemy that does not shout and triumph over me. You supported me because of my integrity and set me in your presence forever. May Yahweh, the God of Israel, be praised from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and amen. And I couldn't have put it better myself, gentlemen. God is going to deliver us from those who seek to betray us and deceive us. That is the, the thing I take away from that more than anything else, is that in spite of all of the things we see and all the things we covered and all the deception and all the lies and all the evil, God is there with us every single step of the way, and don't forget that. And if you're out there wondering, how do I tap into this? How do I tap into this God that you speak of who is, is all-powerful and almighty? Here's the connection point. Open your heart, say a prayer, and accept Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. He is the connection to God that we must seek first. And once we find him and accept him as our Savior, things are opened up that we never thought were possible. And we can overcome any evil that exists in this world because God, not only is he greater, but his grace is greater. So. Thanks to everybody listening. Amen. Thank you, guys. I I can't tell you. I love Thursdays. I love Thursdays. We'll be back, God willing, tomorrow. Shout out to JD. Check out Swamp Fight. Shout out to co-host Nick No, Always keeping it real. But that's it for me. We'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Until then, my name is Craig. Godspeed, and God bless each and every one of you patriots.